clarifying bang? It can be positive or negative. Bang you right in one way or the other. <laughs> Just bang you. You're like, oh, yeah. It like gives you so, it puts things into focus. The clarifying bang to me is so crazy because it can do so much for a person. Like it can help you realize which person you're meant to be with. It can make you realize that maybe the person you were with was the person you were supposed to be with because you're thinking of that person when you're having sex with a new person. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. And happy pre-Halloween. Dun, dun, dun. If you're not watching on YouTube, you probably should be because we're all dressed up. <laughs> we are. Tell them who you are. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself as a character. Oh, I'm Meg from Family Guy, a.k.a. Mila Kunis. Is that who that is? Mm-hmm. Is that crazy? That's her voice? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's cute. What? That makes me like Meg so much more even. Um. Okay, I'm Beth Dutton, obviously, except I don't have orange hair and I don't have a cigarette, so I'm kind of just a cowgirl. But I did go back to my desk, and the guy that sits behind me said, fresh off the Dutton Ranch. So I appreciated that he knew. Um, and can you please explain to people where Beth came from? Well, the Dutton Ranch. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was about I'm to like, punch I don't even know you. what that is. <laughs> Yellowstone. Jeez, I've become, I went to Montana. No, I didn't. I went to Wyoming to a dude ranch for a wedding. And ever since then, I've been obsessed with that part of the country. And Yellowstone really fulfills that obsession for me. Because it's a different kind of beauty. Yeah. Like it's not an Aspen mountain. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And so I've been obsessed with that show, and Beth is the girl on it. <clears throat> Wait, the what's, daughter. A, what's a dude ranch? A dude ranch is like, okay, so you go and you stay in these different cabins, and then you all eat dinner at the same time or lunch, breakfast, and they you go to, like, the dining hall. You sit there, and they bring out, like, their incredible meals. And then after that, you can go, like, shoot clay, ride horses. It's all these activities on an actual ranch. There's no Wi-Fi like you're li- and they have bougie ones like this one we were at was pretty bougie but there's like ones with a spa. Wait, it's unbelievable. That sounds really, really, really fun. It w- it like was summer the- camp. It was like it's exactly what it was. It was summer camp for like adults, fit fly fishing, hiking. It was unbelievable. I love that. Um, also, <laughs> Alana, do you mind just like introducing yourself <laughs> yeah. as a tiger and in general? So many people keep DMing us and they're like, who's the third girl? Why do you ever let the third girl talk? We're like, she's our producer. Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> they think we like cut you out. I didn't think I we needed to intro that, but. Okay, I'm Alana and I'm a tiger. <laughs> and our producer, our very awesome yeah. producer. Yeah, Alana's incredible. Also, Ooh. everyone, she controls what's said on the pod. So if anything's cut, it's her doing of herself. Well, or when Jordan and I wake up freaking out, we can text Alana. Yeah. She's always got our back. Yeah. Like we have pot anxiety today. I usually know what needs to be taken the fuck out, though. Yeah, you have, you have an incredible pulse on everything. I'm going to say. You're just a great A producer. Oh my God, you guys. Humble me, please. You guys, you guys. Um, okay, so outfits change. <laughs> Halloween costumes change. Everything changes. The weather's actually changing. It's actually below 60 today, which is nice. But you know what doesn't change? Oh, what, Alex? That we drink Pink Whitney. Mm. It's the official drink of the Mean Girl Pod. So if you're listening, and you guys have been really good at this, you've been A, shooting your shot every Friday. Um, shout out, a major shout out to the girl that applied for her dream job and got it, she DM'd that she got it. I thought that was incredible. Oh, yeah, she's like, I just thought I would try. And I was like, way to go. So she she applied for her dream job and got it. But go to your local bar today, order yourself some Pink Whitney and everybody around you. Cheers. And Halloween's coming up, so it's a great Halloween drink. And for those who are wondering why we're dressed up a week early for Halloween, we're just doing a little pre-Halloween. Well, I think the full well, month of like October. The week of Halloween. Oh, duh. Yeah. I keep forgetting that Halloween 
actually well it's on a monday this year but it's nice because then you really get like that full weekend to celebrate no it's so fun the worst planning we are gonna have a halloween party Mm -hmm. i love halloween me too (laughs) you guys the craziest story and i was so back and forth if i wanted to tell you or not but I was like, fuck it, I'm going to tell you. So, Alana, you you have to, um, I'll tell you guys the person's name, but you have to bleep it out on the podcast. Okay, of course. Um, <laughs> well, I don't think you need to say it. I think we know who it is, correct? What? We do you? Who? Oh, am I just assuming? Say it. Wait. Yeah. No. Okay. Excuse no. me. You're never going to believe who I hung out this weekend. And it's, no, it's, um, you guys. Tommy Smokes. <laughs> guys. a little bit more of a what for no I, it's a, sometimes it's you like, drop huh? obvious hints where yesterday in the meeting you're like have you guys heard of and we're like yeah well i wanted to make sure that i was gonna tell this story and you'd be like who's because you didn't know who keanu, keanu reeves was so i was like i gotta check true true but but this guy is the one of the greatest con artists of our generation yeah so i can't say his name but all i'll say is <laughs> and why can't you say that Mm. Did he ask you not to? Did no, you talk to I, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We we hung out all night. So he's out of jail. You well, sexy can, hung out? Can I please? Okay, sorry. <laughs> story. So you're going to bleep out all of that. I hate this guy, but I, keep going. I, <laughs> shut up. Okay, so I was at this, I was at a bar this past weekend with my friend and what? No, I'm just... I know. Just, just he goes out. Just, he went to just that bar. Let me tell he you guys a story. <laughs> Thank you. I thought he, he was, was a, not in jail. Can I please tell you story? Okay. Shh. Shh. <laughs> no interrupting. Okay. So I was at a bar this weekend, and it was you guys know the bar. Yeah. And this bar has tables where you can sit. And me and my friend went there. We were kind of bored, so we just found a booth to like sit in. And in that moment, my friend was like. Let's play smash or pass. Let's just like, it's a great people watching bar. Let's just like smash or pass the, smash or pass the guys. But then this guy walks by, tall, had glasses on. What? And I was like, I guess that guy smash. I don't know. And then my friend and I continue with the game. We're drinking. And then all of a sudden, these three guys come in our booth. And it was the guy with the glasses that I, I said smash to. Also, <laughs> the guy that I'm talking about. <laughs> and he sits down and I'm like... This, he looks familiar, but there's no way because the man I'm thinking of is in jail. There's no way. <laughs> there's just no way. <laughs> he takes his glasses off and I'm like, wow. Wow. Okay. Whatever. But this guy was a lot skinnier. Wow. What? Wow. Cute or just like, no, wow, you look wow, like him. You look like him. Okay. You look like him. You said that to him? No. Oh, okay. In my head. This is all in my head. And then as we're like talking, the three guys say their name and he says his name. It's the same name as the guy. And I'm like, what is happening? There's no way that this guy is who I think it is because this man is in jail. <laughs> and then we're talking. He's talking to my friend. I'm talking to the other two guys who were like married adults. And the guy turns to me and goes, do you know who that is? I was like, I don't know. He goes, that's, you know who? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I was like, okay, I thought that because he looks like him, but isn't he in jail? Fresh out of jail. Like a few weeks out of jail. Fresh out of jail and he goes to that bar he was at that bar the audacity yeah hide your fucking face move to a different city yeah you burned everybody in our generation like what also how does this man have no social anxiety 
Because he's literally an anomaly. Yes, everyone knows who that is. Yeah, but he has so many screws loose. He he, you know what? He actually would go out. He's so <laughs> yeah, fucking right. tone deaf. He would go to a popular <laughs> so bar and be like, "I'm here." It's like Anna Delvey's kind of cool. You're not. <laughs> well, so then we were like talking to him um, for a little bit longer. We were like hanging out with him at that bar, and I was just like talking to him because I I find like I find scammers so fascinating. Like I have like a weird thing with them where I think that they're super interesting, not in like a, a crazy way. I think like I just think like people with that type of brain, like sociopaths. You know, some people have a thing for serial killers. I think like sociopaths, scammers, like their brains are interesting. I'm like, I need to know why you guys do the things you do because it makes no sense. Does Dahmer kind of turn you on? <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer's a serial killer. I don't want a thing for serial killers. <laughs> and when I say thing, Different I don't mean crimes. like a fetish. I mean like I I like, I st- like studied Anna Delvey and like Caroline, Caroline Calloway, like those scammers. Mm-hmm. Like I did a series on them when I used to do pop culture. I just find them fascinating human beings. Um... So I just like was talking to him and we were talking a little bit, but I was just like, we left that bar. He came to the next bar with me, but then I had other priorities. Um, but I was just like, how the hell? New York is the only place in this world where it's like, okay to hang out with a white collar criminal. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, did, what? what just happened? Did you kiss? Ew. Oh. No, I thought that that's where this was going. Oh, no. I was like, oh my God. Oh. I'm not a sociopath well you said you're interested in the minds of criminals like <laughs> no that? you guys to be clear i don't have a fetish for criminals i think that they're br- like i would study them if i could like i have like a in like a scientific way i think that or like a therapy way like i want to know why they do the things they do and why they think it's okay to do them i have a weird thing like narcissists sociopaths all of that i'm like i have to know so did, can he afford his drinks like what is he doing now i don't mean that mean <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, did you pick up his tab? <laughs> okay. I don't know how much I'm supposed to be sharing, but whatever. Fuck it. So I don't think he's going to mind. He, we were at the bar and he was like, uh, I'll get drinks for everyone. And I, I like know the bartender there. So I was like, I'll grab them. And he gave me his card and I was like, is this going to get declined? Am I going to get in trouble for using this credit card? And I was like examining it, but like not in like a weird way. I was just like, <laughs> the IRS comes like knocking on your door. I was like, is, there, is his name on here? Like, was what, it? What's going on? No. And I asked him later and I was like, what was with the credit card? He was like, oh, it's my manager's. I don't think he could get credit cards. He probably hasn't. He probably, no bank is going to give him a credit card. Well, well the manager <laughs> thing is also interesting. <sighs> What does he need to manage? Right. This is a criminal. What are we managing? <laughs> twice. Twice over. But I was just like, I didn't hang out. I didn't. I will be clear. I did not hang out with him because I thought he was cute, Alana. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, I just need to know what's going on in your brain Fair. and why people fell for you. And when you're talking to someone like that, you can like, you like get it. You're like, you are a, you just like are a charmer. Like, you know how to charm people. It's a shame he did it so early because he'll never be able to do it again. I don't know. I think the name of it is to call TMZ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna make me bleep the name. Yeah, I think everyone knows who I'm talking about at this point. But I was just like, who would have thought? White collar criminal just hanging out in a West Village bar. <laughs> yeah. So be to be clear, once once I knew it was there, there was no 
sexual desire. That's okay, good. Okay. Not even a thought in See, my head. I'm not a sociopath, Alana. I don't know. I talked where I thought the story was going. I did too. No, I did too. And I was like, oh, this isn't, this is a bad man. If I would have, I really hope to God one of you would have slapped me. Why? Well, we would have right now. <laughs> yeah. We, we were waiting to do that. <laughs> he ruined people's lives. Multiple, lots. Um, after you went out, did you do no days wasted <laughs> or during it? I've actually been doing this a lot. Um, I know, but I should have, cause I sit up till 2am and drink more than I have in a very long time. You know, this no days wasted helps you bounce back after drinking. I've been told. Just kidding. <laughs> I love the, I love the product. It's I a fucking ad. We're, and we're going to take it to Miami. Oh, we will. This is absolutely coming to Miami. I took it with me. I went to a day party on Saturday. I took it twice. So I took it at like 4pm and then I took it right before I went to bed. I think it's incredible. It's a DMH Detox, which is the ultimate vitamin for when you drink, and it is a plant-based supplement made up of, this is the most important part, liver protectants, anti-inflammatory, and antioxidant ingredients that help you break down the toxic byproduct of alcohol, which I think is what sets us apart from all those other hangover remedies, is that it actually possesses the liver protectants. DHM Detox fights the toxins and uses research science to help you boost your body's natural response to alcohol. Just take two capsules. So it's a really cute little blue packet. It looks like vitamins. Stick in your purse. While you're drinking, pop the two capsules. It's so easy. Like you say, it's not like a powder. Yeah. It's, you just literally take the two pills. I can't say it enough. Like, it's the easiest thing because you can't take a powdered supplement into a bar and be like, oh, bartender, can I have a glass of water and pour it in? But with those pills, you can quick go to the bathroom, pop them in your mouth. You're good to go. Yeah, you can take it with that. You can just take it with the alcohol. Yeah. You should take a bunch, actually. Pass them out to your friends. We've got you guys 20% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co backslash mean girl and use promo code mean girl at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash mean girl for 20% off your order. So my new desk mate asked you an interesting question. <laughs> Dude, your new desk mate brought up a phenomenon. He's going to run our lives is what he, he's going to do. He's going <laughs> to love. He's going to love that we're talking about this. But we're not going to say your name. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Francis. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Yeah, so Francis Ellis, new fan of Mean Girl Pod, brought a very interesting topic to us, to our attention. He, he was asking Jordan if she's ever had a clarifying bang. Yes. And immediately we were like, like, it's so self-explanatory. Clarifying bang. Yeah. And he tried to rename it to like get an alliteration. We we're like, stop. Clarifying bang's perfect. We got it. Yeah. And, and let me just ask you. Well, first, I think just in case anyone is confused, a clarifying bang is when you have, when you're maybe seeing two people or you just got done seeing someone and you're seeing someone else and you have sex with that second person and that that sex with that second person clarifies your feelings for the first person or if you're starting to talk to somebody yeah if you're in the beginning stages and you're like on the fence if you like them or not and then you you sleep with somebody else on like the weekend boom it it's a bang that that gives you clarification yeah okay so he asks you he's like have you ever had a clarifying bang and we're like <laughs> we're like whoa, 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 whoa. how is this how have we never <laughs> spoken about this in our entire existence as a podcast or you'd heard of it no. Well, we've heard of it, but we've never heard such a great, like, zinger of a name. Yeah. Like, I guess we've heard of the concept of, like, but not even really. I've thought of it. Like, I've thought of somebody being, like, I had sex and it gave me some clarity. Yeah. I guess. But, like, a clarifying bang? It can be positive or negative. Bang you right in one way or the other. <laughs> Just bang you. You're like, oh, yeah. It, like, gives you so... It puts things into focus. It, it And it's so... The clarifying bang to me is so crazy because it can do so much for a person. Like, it can 
help you realize which person you're meant to be with. It can make you realize that maybe the person you were with was the person you were supposed to be with because you're thinking of that person when you're having sex with a new person. When Graham and I were on a break for a year, I had a clarifying bang and I could not stop thinking about him and it gave me the most clarity of my life because chemistry is like, like we're friends, but we're not having sex with people. So like talk, like think about how much having sex with a person can give you clarity on a situation. Like the most. Yes. Chemistry is everything. It's happened to me twice. Okay. Explain, explain that. Let me hear that. Well, the first one was, um, one time I was seeing a guy that I was like obsessed with, but he was an asshole. And you know how like assholes you just obsess over, over time. Mm -hmm. Then I met someone that like was actually nice to me and I had sex with that person and the sex was great. And I was like, wow, this is like very clarifying that, the asshole wasn't that great in bed and this person's great in bed and I don't really care about the asshole anymore. Wait, but if you, this is my, this is my question about that. If the asshole, oh, well the asshole wasn't good in bed. So it gave you clarity. Well, he was good in bed, but oh. like the other guy was better. Oh. The sex was like mind blowing. So it made me forget about the asshole. Mm, so you were like, okay, let's clarify that the asshole should not be my life. So if you started talking to somebody freshly right out of the gates yeah. and you were like on the fence about them mm -hmm. and then you went on a wild weekend somewhere and had sex with another person, do you think that would clarify your feelings for the person you were just newly talking to? It, yes. If the sex with that, that random person on the weekend was incredible. What do you think that would make you? Oh, it'd make me like the other guy less. Or if mm. the sex was like, what am I doing? Or if I felt maybe felt like some guilt, I'd be like, wait, shit, maybe I have. Feelings for this other person. Guilt. That's good. Guilt Guilt gives you clarity because you yeah. don't feel icky about it. Or you know how sometimes you're dating multiple people and, or, or let me put it into this perspective. Like, let's say you're like, you're seeing a few different people and it's so new. So you don't, you should, you're not like clarifying what you are with any of these people. Mm -hmm. But then like you start talking or, you know what? Let's rewind. It's been a hard day. Let's say you're seeing someone new. It's 12. And you don't know how to, like, it's brand new, so you're not, like, you can talk to other guys whenever you want, but the more you get involved with that person, you start to feel, not, like, guilty talking to other guys, but you don't want to anymore. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the clarifying bang. Like, you have sex with that person, you're like, oh, I don't want to have sex anymore. I'd rather just have sex with the other guy. Or no one. Yeah. Or no yeah, one. Yeah, that's so true. I think about this scenario, and it's like, you're with somebody, and you're like, I can't break up with them because it's all you know, so you're so comfortable. Mm -hmm. So you just stay with them because you're scared of letting them go. But then your friends convince you. They're like, he's a dick. Like, let's just try, be single for a little bit. And then you have sex with somebody else. And you're like, oh, my God, that wasn't that bad. Like, I can do it. Like, that's a clarifying. That's like a beautiful scenario, that's I feel like. That's a good like. clarifying. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's like the pot. Let's just tip my hat down a bit. <laughs> that's like a positive clarifying being. I guess a negative one would be. Oh, I have a negative one. Okay, what is it? So, um. Well, I've like, it's so like, obviously, you know, that in between stage where you like end it with someone and you're on to the next person, mm -hmm. but you kind of still like think about the other person. Mm -hmm. So when you're having sex with the new person, you think of the other person and it's clarifying mm. in your head. You're like, should I still have feelings for this person that I thought I didn't have feelings for anymore? And I feel like yeah. in that scenario too, it could be okay. Like you could, <clears throat> it could just be like residue, mm -hmm. but it does make your having sex with somebody <laughs> thinking of another person is Brutal, yeah. dark, sad, gross. Makes my skin crawl. Yeah, it's yeah. happened before. I have a bad one. What? Like me and my ex-boyfriend used to break up a lot and get back together. And one time we broke up and I, it'd been like two months and I was starting to kind of like date someone else and it was New Year's. And so I was with my ex because we're in the same friend group. So I texted 
the new guy, like, Happy New Year or whatever. And he saw it and was like, what the fuck? And then I was drunk. Somehow we went in a, the basement and started having sex, like, in, like, a cinder block, like, mildewy basement. Ew. And it was, like, gross. And then I was like, I don't like this. It was, like, smelled like mildew and was, like, dark and wet. And then, okay, I was like, all right, I'm going to go. I got to get out of here. We were locked in the basement. <gasps> Everyone left. They went to the bar. And I had to call my friend and be like, can you come back to your house and unlock us from your basement? And he had to come back and was like, what the fuck? And I was like, well, that's never going to happen again. So don't <laughs> worry about it. So the scenario helped clarify, too. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. It was, is that, it was, was it just like icky. Yeah, it was it was like horrible. Like the sex was bad. The situation was bad. I was like, I couldn't have been more clearly like, don't do that again. Okay, so then, so then, if you ever got in a scenario again, like a month later, where you're both out and you see him, you're like, I absolutely. I was like, know. nah, yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, sometimes do you feel like in life you have to sow that oat just to know? To I love never, when you say sow my oats. I don't know another word. Like you know when you have like a lingering thought though, and you're like, I got to do it just to make sure. Yeah, it's like going out on a Sunday. Sometimes like I just got to fucking do it to remind myself that I don't like doing. Yes. it. Yes. Oh, I think so many girls will like have sex with their like they they have an ex that they always go back to now. And finally, after like the fifth or sixth time, they have sex with them. They're like, ew, never again. Like, they just need that last That's clarifying so bang. That's so exact. Like, yeah, it's like the clarifying bang to be like, I'll never hook up with my ex again. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you yeah. know how they always say, like, to get over someone, you have to get under someone, which I don't think that's true. But to help you clarify your mixed emotions, it might help if you get under somebody. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, true. it could. Yeah, to get over. I, I, I've always hated that. I do too, because I'm like, fucking hate that. Quote. I feel like you have to get back under the person you were under. Correct. Yes. That's what it like, is. Oh, ew. Yeah, it's not under someone yeah. else because that like makes getting someone getting under someone. Okay, to get over someone, getting under somebody else just creates like so many more problems, mm-hmm. and you've learned nothing. Yeah, it makes you feel like shit. Yeah, I that quote. I've, I always heard it. I was like, no, this makes no sense. I've never gotten over someone by getting under someone ever. You guys, I'm taking the glasses off because I'm not getting able to get Alex eye contact. Well, I'm like, who am I talking to? I'm sorry. No, literally, I, that was why because I could see my, I could see my eyelashes like fluttering in the reflection of these pieces of shit. And then now I can see. That does make sense. Okay, I was like, what's going on? I can see your beautiful eyes now. It's like, is something on my face? I know. I'm like, why are you not talking? <laughs> sorry. To me? Oh, this is so much better. Okay, good. Okay, so the clarifying bang is like. All basically sleeping with somebody to gain clarity, and it's like our new favorite term. Yeah, people can use it all the time, all the time. It like applies to so many different scenarios too. Whether no, it only applies to ones if you're single. (laughs) (laughs) There's something wrong with us today, married folk. Not for you. No, it is. It did give me clarity for Graham, but like, yeah, because like, do you think? So first off, I have one question with this whole story of you and Graham. Did you like? Was the person that helped you? With the clarifying bang, was he someone you were dating? Someone you were just hooking up with? No, I didn't. I dated like multiple people on our break because it was kind of that going out on a Sunday thing. It wasn't even on a break though. You guys were like, weren't you like truly broken up? Truly broken up. Yeah, Yeah, and it was for like a year. I probably dated like four or five guys just because I was like, you got to find out. And I was always thinking (laughs) of him. Like I was like, I miss like I missed him so much, which made me sad. And you never know if it's going to come back around the right way. But I was sad the whole time. Wait. Even when you kiss somebody else, you're just like, Alex Bennett, that is the worst feeling in the entire world when you end a relationship with someone, especially like when it's not because you stop liking them. It's for like, maybe he cheated or 
he moved to a different state, like some, like a different reason. Mm-hmm. And you keep dating guys, hoping you're going to get over him. But every single guy you date makes you miss him even more. It Okay. Have you done that? Because I feel like yeah. it's so lonely. Like I remember sitting at a specific bar with one of these guys and being like, I know there's a person across from me, but I've never felt more on an Island. Like I would feel better being here alone than I would in this scenario because I feel like I have to look out for myself and like guard myself so much harder. Yeah. I actually, um, after one of my relationships, I chose not to date for so long because it was for me at that time. Cause I was so not over this past guy. It, every time I would go on a date, it hurt me even more and made me freak or it made me, it made me miss him every time. Like mm-hmm. I'd go on a date and then the date wouldn't go well. And then I would come home from the date and all I would think was, well, things were so great with X, Y, and Z, or I would kiss another guy and it would be like, well, X, Y, and Z is a better kisser than him. So literally for, that's also why I didn't date for so long because it was just making everything worse. Yeah. I do think, I do think there's a period where if you're still missing the person that you used to date and you're trying to go on other dates, it's impossible mm-hmm. because you, you're still missing them. Yeah. So you're like trying and it would take, it would take a unicorn to like bust you out of that. Cause you could, you could have your future husband in front of you, but if you're still thinking about somebody else, it's really impossible to look at what's in front of you. Like, you're like, I'm not even seeing you. I'm, I'm looking at you by looking through you. So, like, what what was the deal with the last guy that made you have that clarifying moment for Graham? Was it just, like, it was one too many guys? Or was every single guy that you hooked up with in between Graham clarifying that you're like, Graham is still the one? <laughs> they, they were all clarifying because it felt so empty. Like, that's the, I, look, I think back to the time and it's like ringing a bell, but there's nothing in it that's dinging. So you're just like this. And I felt like so incredibly empty. So I think the clarifying bang, I think, I think it can be good and bad, but I think it's always a good thing because it teaches you something mm-hmm. like you can't fight it. You know how you can like bullshit out loud as long as you want. You can say all these things, but when it comes to a clarifying bang, you feel it. So it's like you, you can lie. But you can't lie to yourself how you actually felt. And, like, you can feel that and you can know it. So it's kind of deeper than that, I guess. It really is. It can – the clarifying bang can just help you on so many so many aspects of life. I love that. Mm-hmm. It, it, when when I, we were told this, my mind was blown. But also, it, like, also reassures you, too, if you're dating someone. And maybe if someone told you that and you're like, I don't need a clarifying bang. You're like, wait – I don't need a clarifying bang. Like the person I'm with, I like. <laughs> yeah, this is this. Well, that's clarifying. That is a clarifying that was bang. Clarifying. Like the thought when someone told me that, I was like, like someone could be like, oh my god, I don't want a clarifying bang because I'm. The thought of having sex with another person makes me my skin crawl, and I want to only have sex with the person I'm dating. Like it could also help people that way too. Yeah, that's the best clarifying bang. <laughs> Fuck around, and find out. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> Before we get into this next segment, let's talk about Adam and Eve. Because raise your hand if you want better sex. I can't even with Alana in the tiger outfit being like, me, I'll take the better sex. <laughs> me, well, you in a car. I'm from, I'm from a ranch and I want sex. Like, I don't know. I can't, I just can't. Beth Fox. I bet she does. She's a badass. I saw that picture you posted. I was like, damn, that's not what I thought about. A guy named Rip. Um, okay. The best way to get started is to go to adamneve.com right now because it's like this, this discount's unbelievable. 50% off. Tell them about your vibrator you love. You guys, I got the best vibrator ever. I... Alana, did you insert it in the last episode? I put it in the description, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah, because we can't put it on the YouTube. Um, And it has changed my life. It is the only vibrator I've used that mimics a 
actual person giving me an orgasm. I love that. And it brings the thing about Adam and Eve is they bring more pleasure and satisfaction to your bedroom, which your case in point about. So go to adamandeve.com and enter code mean girl for 50% off almost any item, 50% almost any item and free shipping with code mean girl. That's mean girl. M E A N G I R L at adamandeve.com. Okay. I have a listener question. The question is, what is your longest friendship? If it's long, that's a good sign. If it's shorter than a year, that's a red flag to me. One thousand percent. No. Yes. Like, how no. do you feel about yes. people that have short friendships all the time? Like they're always switching friend groups. Like I, you guys, thank you for reading that listener question because some I read something that really made me mad the other day. Well, I'm not disagreeing with that listener question, by the way. I'm adding something to it. Okay. So I read somewhere that people who have friends for life. Like if you if you're still friends with your high school friends, your college friends, they're looked at as more as loyal people versus people who aren't. And I cannot disagree with that more because I think as human beings, we grow apart from people so much where I only have like one high school friend. That doesn't make me a not not a loyal human being. But that's not mm-hmm. the question. No, no, no. no I what you're to, saying. I'm adding to it. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, because the question was Well, the question was basically what you're objecting to which was the idea that if people have many short lived friendships that's a red flag and they're not a trustworthy person i think that i think that goes to flavor of the weeks kind of like mm-hmm. it's like you're always chasing after the next shiny object and most of the time if you're chasing after the next shiny object in the form of friends i think that means you're emotionally porous and you'll change too easily mm-hmm. like i think you need to have at least one very long friendship from a long time, which shows that you're something in your moral compass has stayed the same over time. I think that I think it's a red flag if you have a bunch of small friendships. Well, my question would be, what happened to those friendships? Like, why did you why did you end and why have you ended so many friendships over the course of your life? Mm-hmm. Most of the time it can happen once or twice. But if it's happening with every single person you're a friend with, at what point would you say that's you? Well, also, it's like, how are you ending the friendship? Because I feel like all of us have friends where we never ended our friendship. We just grew apart in a very mature way but then we have maybe one friend we're like i will never speak to them again so it's like what's going on like are you literally ending these friendships or just growing apart from a lot of different people which are both red flags to me but and if you but if it's a healthy girl part i think in some capacity you could still be friends yeah like and that's a good thing there's so many people that i'm not friend, i'm not i've grown apart with but if i saw them i'd be like oh my god it's so good to see you how are you but i wouldn't be like I, w- I would never have a bad thing to say about them, but I wouldn't consider them like my best friend. Totally. But if, if I was like, hey, like, who are your friends? And you were like, oh, I've made all of them in New York. I'd be like, do you have any other, other friends? And you were like, no, I'd be like, holy shit. Like, mm-hmm. you don't exist. In the, and I'm, that, would be su- that would be a huge red flag to me, I think. Yeah. If you didn't have a Madeline, I'd be like, what? No, oh my God. No, no, completely, a thousand percent. Um, but I something with that that kind of made me mad was I was reading somewhere that um, it was saying... People who don't have any people who have friends from high school or college, like long, long term friends are looked at as more more as loyal humans and people who don't have that many. And I fully disagree with that because I think as humans, we evolve so much over time, especially in our teens and 20s, that it's okay if you aren't best friends with your high school friends. Because for me, for example, I have like one high school friend. I mean, I have a lot that I'm still, if I saw them on the street, I'd be like, oh my God, it's so freaking good to see you, but I'm not going to go out of my way for them to be like, come visit me in New York City. Because I feel like I've had so many different lives in my 20s where I just like don't relate with them a lot anymore. 
completely agree with that. Yeah. I, and I think those loyal humans you're talking about are excited to see you go to your new phase mm -hmm. and they, they cheer for you. They're like, you go do your phase. I'm going to do my phase. They're probably not the same phase, but we're still friends and we still support each other. Yeah. Because at one point they were a part of your life. Yeah. But it's not like I hate you. No. Oh my God. No. And you make new friends on top of that. And then they're excited to meet those friends. Like, cause we do evolve and you do have different phases. I think it would be crazy if you like cut ties with every single one. Like I'd be like, what? Mm -hmm. the, yeah. That would be, um, scare me. I'd be like, when's my day? I, literally. <laughs> when are you going to abandon me? Yeah. I'd be like, when are you chopping me? You know, it's like, I like to see somebody that's mm -hmm. like, I can figure it out. Yeah. No, that's very true. I think too, as people, you made a really good point, Alex, we need to realize like, just cause you don't talk to this person every single day doesn't mean you're not friends with them anymore. No. Like, I think the only time you're not friends with someone anymore is if you literally have that conversation where you're like, we're not friends anymore because I don't like you. Right. You're like, we had a disagreement. Yeah. I think it's nice to have friends in other phases of life that you can be like, tell me about yours. Tell me about yours. Yeah. Because it's just like a healthy, you're both existing separately, but together. Mm -hmm. And that's like my favorite. I love that. Yeah. Also, I think the older we get, we're, it's just, we tend to have a smaller group that we take with us take a couple from each phase yeah we have more travel together shiny quarters than a than dull pennies in our life yeah we out the cute. week yeah i liked that question that was a good one me yeah. too it kind of, think about a lot. kind of hits me where it hurts so sometimes why because well because you take the childhood friendship thing personally yeah i just feel like i i don't know in my 20s i i made a very drastic change like i was from minnesota where the thing to do is have kids, get married, live in a white picket fence, go to your nine to five every single day. And now I live in New York City where it's OK to be 40 years old, single, not married. I have a very different type of life and job. Like I truly did a 180 mm -hmm. and I still love my friends back in my old life so much, but I don't have all of them to like. I don't have like these massive strong connections with them anymore. You don't have like a current friendship with them, kind. Yeah, and it's not because we anything happened. Like they're busy with their families. Like they have kids. They have like different lives. So I just it just makes me mad sometimes when people say stuff like that because I'm like, okay, well, how are we how are we talking? Like what type of friendship? And like yeah. I'm not loyal because I I'm not talking to all of my high school and college friends every single day anymore. I yeah. I interpreted the question differently. I interpret them still as your friends. Those people. I took this question as like, you're not taught, like you don't have a relationship with them. But like, to me, what you're explaining is, is the question kind of like, I'm still friends with my entire friend group from high school, but I don't look at you saying I only have one friend from high school. Like you're, I'm, I'm definitely not more loyal than you. I would never say that, you know? Yeah. I'm more, I, when I think of this question, I think of those people that every year they have a new best friend. Same. And That's they, they kind of leave that old person behind. It's like, what is going on here? Like, what is this theme of like picking up and putting down, but putting a new book on the shelf? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I think the assume people are only are more loyal to, from having like older friendships. It's kind of unfair because it's just, I, I feel like I just got lucky kind of, mm -hmm. it's all luck. Like yeah. who, who, whose parents 10 years before you were born decided to buy a house in this specific town. That has nothing to do with how loyal you are. Yeah. Like, and do you, you happen I mean? to like that town. Yeah. Like and you want to stay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think every person meets their people at different parts of their life. Like there's some people who are best friends with their high school friends. There's some people who met like their people in college. There's some people met their, like I know someone who met her best friends when she was in her thirties and those are her people. She's 
kept with her entire life. So I think it, it depends on just like when you were supposed to meet your people in your life. So, so you're pro like, cause the other side is, is there are people who are like, this is my best friend, my very best friend. We're going to travel together. She is my end all be all mm -hmm. next year. We're back on Instagram. I'm like, who's the new friend. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's the new. And so the person in thirties never even could stick with them because the whole time she's having new friends, like I had friends in college who did it and it's like your best friend for the week. And it's like, you love them. Yeah. But more of like stability or being like, okay, I do, I do get along with this person. We're going to be together for a really long time. Yeah. This person um, had like a few friends, like three friends that st she stuck with her entire life. But like when she was in her, when she was 30, she was like, it just changed for me. Like that's like when I met my people. Um, because like, I love all my friends back home to death and there's definitely a few that I'm going to take with me forever. But like, just can't express the, the the girls I've met in New York like they're like my forever people so that's why I just like this question like irritates me a bit mm. that's but, fair yeah it is fair but even the ones you've met now you're not going to change next year no they're going to be with me until I die yeah but but, but, the, but I think why I'm getting so angry because like before I met them I don't know it just this question I don't know it just like struck a nerve in me I don't know the it's whole loyalty fair because I'm like I am a really loyal human being and how dare you call me not loyal because I'm not best friends with my high school best friends I'll say this nothing you've said gave me any non-loyal flags mm -mm. sounding more like I'm sounding like I'm like you're you don't have friends every <laughs> I know it just it, it, I don't know it's just like the friends thing just like it just I read it in a, and I was like no this makes me so mad interesting I consider myself just lucky yeah you are, you always talk about your friends. Like you do have that. Some people I feel like had a great high school experience and their best friends are from, from high school. Some I feel like had it in college. Mm -hmm. Some I feel like have it in their working life. Some feel have it when they have kids mm -hmm. and like you take those friends with you. Mm -hmm. Juxtaposition to that is that rapid fire. Yeah. I, I got some people in mind where I'm like, you got a new friend too. All oh, the time. it was kind of a thing actually where I went to college like this. I went to university of Delaware and Everyone from like the Northeast would always say that the kids that were like, I don't want to like talk shit on a state, but <laughs> they were like, everyone from that's from Delaware has this tendency to just have new friends every year. Like they're just one fight and it's, they call it quits. Like no one has this, like they don't put friendship on a pedestal. Ooh, it one was fight like very happen. strange. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but everyone like from up here would always say it about their friends that were like local. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. One fight and you call it one quits. fight. And it was like, that's it. Yeah. Oh, scary. The next. Yeah. Or another person comes along. That's just like just shinier honeymoon phase. Yeah. No, I, had I friend, hate that. I had friends like that when I was really young where I'd be scared to like get an argument with them. Cause I'm like, they're just going to throw me to the curb. Yeah. Like you don't want to say anything. So you live. Yeah. That's so true. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then yeah. In college too, where it's like freshman year, sophomore year, junior, senior, there'd be like, they'd be friends with like a different group of girls. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Who's going to be your group in senior year? Let's see. Who, who are you going to graduate with? Mm -hmm. Yeah, who are you going to do grad picks with? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fuck are those people? Okay, this this is making me feel better. Your guys is You're comments. very loyal. And yeah. Nope, this question's not. <laughs> um, I went to therapy this morning, and she t we talked about my abandonment issues, so I think there, it's uh, striking a nerve in me mm. right now. She told me that might happen. It's dug up. <laughs> it does happen. You talk about it in therapy, and I'm like, fuck, here we go. It's going to hurt for the next two days. I can see why that triggered you. That would... Yeah. That would piss me off too if I read that article. Because that's just there's no nuance there. Loyalty is something I like hold near like, and dear to my heart. I'm like, yeah. I am a fucking loyal human being, okay? For sure. I ride or die with the people I love. So that's why I was like, how dare you? <laughs> but, we're, but we're like the but the question's not I know. We're like, it's not at yeah. you. Yeah. She was just like took it and spun it kind of. <laughs> yeah. And another thing. I have one friend from high school. We're like, that's a lot ah. more than most people. Ah. <laughs>
<laughs> no, we were, no more going to therapy before we record. And we're like, wait, what? Okay, let's do another ad. Let's talk about Julie, which is an FDA-approved morning-after pill that helps stop pregnancy before it starts. But on behalf of the whole Mean Girl pod, we have a little message that we wanted to say about this because it's kind of a touchy subject. So, of course, we're always trying to protect ourselves. And mistakes happen and life happens. And we understand that that is fully out of your control. But before you panic and think there's nothing you can do, know that you can turn to Julie, which is FDA approved. It is a morning after pill and it can help stop pregnancy before it stops. But we encourage you, if you've never taken birth control or if you have taken birth control, to do your research on how it can affect your body. So you can go to juliecare.co to learn more or find Julie at your nearest Walmart today. That's juliecare.co to learn more. Went to the dermatologist yesterday and I said, my husband's going to come because he has. <laughs> the way that you said that was like sex. Like yeah. my husband's going to come. <laughs> my husband's going to come see you because he went and got a facial and the girl's like, oh, you most likely have skin cancer on your nose. Three months ago. Wait, what? what? Yeah. So yesterday I'm like, I'm going to the dermatologist after work. I'll be back afterwards. Like, can you let her know I got to come? To the dermatologist, and I was like, yeah, why are you going to the dermatologist? He's like, I think I have skin cancer on my nose, and like, keeps walking. And I'm like, when did you find this out? And he's like, three months ago at a facial. I'm like, you have to go to the doctor. Like, you have to get a full body check. You have got to get that checked out when that stuff happens. And the dermatologist was like, do you know how many studies there are that males live longer if they have a female in their life because she makes them do, like, just simple housekeeping things. Oh. Do they? That's really funny. I know. I was like, oh, that's not shocking. Next time you fight with your boyfriend or husband, be like, well, you're living longer because of me, so <laughs> suck it. <laughs> yeah, like, right? I'm like, what? Like, wow. So crazy. That's interesting. I know. You're um, Alex Bennett. Jordan Woodruff. I am so sorry. I never asked you how your weekend was after my interesting story. My- oh, Yes. My, it just wasn't, I went to a day party. I would say that's the most notable thing I did on my weekend. Well, cause you're starting to be social again. I'm in my social phase. If you guys don't know Alex Bennett, she, <laughs> she has phases of being social. It's one or the other. It's nothing or it's a lot. Zero to hundred, baby. Let me ask you this. If somebody invited you over to their house at 2 PM, what time would you go? Well, it depends on the person. Like if they're a close person, like if it's you, 155. <laughs> Coming early. If it's, um... If it's like a, a like a normal friend, probably like right at two. But if it's somebody that I haven't hung out with before, probably like two thirty. Okay, so one of our coworkers that I'm getting to know invited me over for a day party at two. I arrived at two thirty. He was in his sweat, like he wasn't ready yet. <laughs> Not why. <laughs> I Graham and I were like, wait, and he was like, oh, people won't come till like four. And I was like, hold on. Why'd you say two? And then 2.30, I thought was like pushing it. Cause like, you don't want to be rude. Yeah. But you don't want to be too early. Yeah. So I thought 2.30 was perfect. He's like, in New York, people come out like, you know, two hours later. And I was like, then say that. I was like, you got to tell me four then. Isn't that funny? I, I keep thinking about it. And I'm like, oh my God. Now I don't know. Now I'm confused on time. So oh I don't God. know. Oh my God. Oh my Wait. God. Okay, then why does he just say four o'clock? I'm confused. I don't know. I'm, I still, I think about it all the time. He seems so hmm. prompt, too. I know. <laughs> Were you embarrassed? No, it was fine. Him and Graham just, like, hung out and chatted. Wait, that's really funny. Yeah, I hung, yeah. so it was good. It was, but that, but I went to a day party, and I decided I, I quite liked those. 
Day parties are the best because then you can go to bed somewhat sober and get a decent decent night's sleep. I woke up the next day and I felt great. And I had like nine hours of socializing. Can I ask you a question? Please. So obviously you guys know, and I'm saying you as listeners, that Graham is sober. Mm. So he doesn't drink. So how does it work when you guys go to parties together or go to events where everyone's drinking and he's not it's like how do you, how does that work in a relationship when one person likes to go out and have a really good time and one person stays sober the whole time like i don't know if i could date someone who didn't drink okay so i was talking to him about this last night and then i was like jordan said she doesn't know she could she could date somebody that doesn't drink i've done it before and it didn't work Okay, that's that's the question because he responded back and he was like, well, did you know you could move to New York? And I was like, no, I wasn't sure. Like, I thought maybe I could. And he was like, yeah, he's like, you probably didn't know until you tried. But I guess in your instance, it's different because like, you have tried. But with him, the best part about going, the best part about it is like, overall, the overarching Graham not drinking um, scenario is he like symbolizes stability for me now. So like, he also doesn't give a fuck if it's like, he will just leave the party. If he's like, Oh, everyone's getting kind of drunk. I'm going to leave. So for instance, at the day party, people weren't like that drunk. We were like playing games. People were talking to him about books and like, he was having a really fun time. But if we're in a nightclub at three, 3 AM, he's bored out of his mind and like, he'll leave. Yeah. But then I just stay like, we're also the kind that's, he's like, you do your thing. If you want to come home at 5 a.m., I'll see you at 5 a.m., um, but I'm not doing it. I think why it works so well for you guys, too, is that you're such an independent couple and you guys trust each other so much. So he feels okay leaving. Because you know how there's some couples that they only will go out together. If one leaves, the other has to leave. Yes. What he does, she does. What she does, he does. And you guys don't do that. Like, Graham is so okay if you go out with your girlfriends. Graham is okay if you stay out longer than him. They're, he's just so comfortable and trusting and like stable. You know what? That's a good point. If, if it was a different way where he didn't like me staying out, I would, I would probably honestly be annoyed that he didn't drink. Yeah. Him not drinking is for the betterment of like himself, all of our family lives, everything. But if I was, if I, cause I'm the social kind at times. And so if I want to stay out till three and he's like, you got to come home. I beg, don't take me down with you. Yes. Don't take your partner down with you if it's not the same thing you like to do. Yeah, because just as much as he drinking isn't for him, I'm I have a fine relationship with it. Yeah. So it's like it it's it's yin and it's yang. But I was asking him, I said, Do you think you make less friends drinking? <laughs> I'm gonna say, do you think you make less fun? <laughs> do you think you're bored? No, he's so cute. He like has so much more fun now. I love h- hanging out with Graham. Yeah, he's like has more quality time. But I said, do you make less friends? He said, no. So for example, I'm I have more quality friends. I'm not gonna have a big quantity. So when we go to these day parties, you know how like you start drinking wine and you're like besties with all those girls, but you're not gonna talk to them the next day. Mm-hmm. You have like in college and you'd wake up with like Taylor from the bar. Jill from X, Y, and Z. Yes, and you never talk to them again. Yeah. He's like, I don't have that. He's like, I'll, at that party, I had a couple really good conversations. I'll probably see them again. So he's like, I leave with more purposeful combos. Like, he likes talking to Roan, who works here. He's like, that has nothing to do with alcohol for me. We have a good conversation, but, like, I'm not going to have a drunken, sloppy, like, eight guys around me and be like, yeah, bro, let's go out again. He's like, "I, I don't do that, so... I just have some good combos and then I have more quality friends, less quantity, but it's harder probably for him to make friends at the beginning. Yeah. I think that's why my, I I mean this, I wasn't in a relationship with this guy. We were just seeing each other, but I think it didn't work because he 
wasn't someone who ever even wanted to go out and I love going out. And also when I wanted to go out, he kind of brought me down like, like, do you have to, like, do you really want to, can we just stay in? So that's why I, I think it wasn't the drinking that affected. I think it was his attitude around it that affected it. That's a good point. So I think most of the time couples that are together have different social styles. Mm-hmm. They just don't know how to manage them. So most of the time you have an introvert and an extrovert. And if you can learn how to have a healthy relationship with both of those and trust each other, like the basis is trust. I think you're in business. But if you're like, we're going out together and we're coming home together. It's like somebody's miserable in that scenario. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't have to be that way. No. And it it was funny. Graham said to me on, on Sunday, he was like, in every scenario in every, no, he said in every relationship, the females wear the pants. And I was like, no, they don't. Yes. Graham Bennett. We love you. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, they do. And he's like, if you explain. He's like, I know I will. I said, we spent all yesterday. And I was like, I was like, I'm not with that. And he was like, no, for sure. Like if a girl has a problem with something, she's going to voice it. The guy can either take in what she's saying and just move on with life. Or he can push back. If the guy pushes back, he's like that week for him is fucking miserable <laughs> because she's going to be yapping at him the whole time. I mean, I'm going to actually disagree with Graham. I've dated plenty of guys who are on the asshole side mm-hmm. who have worn the pants and who have spoken their mind. And since at that time in my life, I was a little bit of a weaker human being. I just like took it. Mm-hmm. Now I would say I'm more upfront, more healthy. It can voice my opinion. So maybe I, I do wear the pants now, but in the past I've been with plenty of guys who were, I did not wear the pants. And I think, I feel like it's obvious when that happens. Like it's almost yeah. like the, the girl's like, yeah. And that's how I was. I was, I was a very weak individual in my past life. Do you think in every relationship, somebody likes somebody more? Oh, okay. Oh, Ooh, dagger, dagger, dagger. <laughs> it's not an easy question, but so in Alana and I's favorite show, tell me lies. This was brought up and the, the, so it's about a toxic relationship where the guy is just a narcissist. He's an asshole to this girl and everyone can see it but her. And her roommate was like, well, there's always somebody who has like more control in the relationship who, so someone who always likes someone more. Okay. 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 She's like, well, there's always someone who likes more, but she had a phrase for it. I can't remember. And the girl in the relationship was like, nah. And she's she said, triggered. Yeah. She was triggered. Cause she knew like deep down it was true. Like that she was the person who liked the guy more than he liked her. But yes, I definitely think so. It doesn't matter how healthy a relationship is. I think there's always someone who has a little bit of the upper hand. I think it's healthier though. Okay, so at first I was like, in every relationship, it would be nice if people, if they liked each other equally, but probably there is somebody that likes the other person more. I think maybe because I'm a girl, it's more beneficial if the guy likes the girl more. Always. Because I think as creatures, we're just like a little bit more loyal and a little bit more loving. So if they come in at 70 and we're 30, then it like is even. Yes. But it's so fascinating to me with the pants combo. Because I think it defaults to, to typically guys don't care as much. Like yeah. they can let something go 1,200 times easier. I'm, I'm always like, we read my text with this person. Are they bad? And he's like, they're not. I, it's like air. Like they just don't care and so yeah. they can let something go easier. But I was thinking it's probably better if a guy likes the girl a little bit more, probably evens out. I, I think so. Cause once again, I've been in relationships where I've liked the guy more and it's just never worked out. 
Oh my God, that's the worst. That's the shittiest feeling in the entire world. When you like a guy more, you it's like we look desperate. We look <laughs> insane. Every time I've liked a guy more than he's liked me, I'm like, I'm here, I'm early. And he's like, I just want bro time. And I'm like, I'm coming. And it's like, what's <laughs> wrong with you? Yes. It's so, I agree, Alex. It's so much better when the girl... When the guy likes the girl more, it's just healthier. It's more stable. It's it just it's it's a secure relationship. It's that calmer. Way. It's calmer. I mean, literally, I I mean, all my relationships have failed where I've liked the guy more. It's so. just normal. Like the one I feel like the one relationship that was healthy of mine was my five year relationship, and I would ever I think he did like me more. That's crazy, but not in a bad way. Like in, no. a, in a healthy, secure way. Yeah, it's like tough to say, but you're like, I think it's a little bit good. Yeah, because we're there anyways. We're always there. <laughs> with us ladies are we're propped, we're ready, yeah. we're on time, we're eager. We wanted it. We want to hang out with you all the time. Yes, we but need the guys. When, especially during like uh, sports season, the guys are like, no, I'm I'm watching football all weekend, and they're like, can I come? No, okay. <laughs> no, but can I please come? But then if it's like the other way around, it's like, yeah, hang on with my friends. Yes. Bring your girls. Right. Like, I would love to hang out with you. It's a little bit kinder. <laughs> a little kind, healthy. We like secure, healthy relationships. Yeah, we do. Um, okay, before we do, before we wrap up, let's talk about Live Pure. Good Lord, I'm obsessed with Live Pure. Okay, Live Pure has amino acids, less sugar, less sodium, vegan, gluten-free, and actually tastes good, unlike most nutrition products on the market. I can attest to that. Hydrate for rapid, for rapid hydration, energy, a natural jitter-free energy, and a pre-workout supplement. I swear by the energy packets. They have whey protein, and they have vegan protein. Before I go to the gym, I have been taking these Live Pure energy packets, whether it's in the morning or whether it's in the evening. I am completely jitter-free. I feel great, and I've been having longer workouts. So I am so obsessed with this product. I know you and I love the hydrate after a night out. So we're bringing it to Miami. Taking it to Miami. You guys can get in on it with us. Go to livepure.com and use code MEAN25 for 25% off your entire order. Enjoy, I'm telling you. Get a good workout in with this stuff. It's amazing. Sounds incredible. Woo. I have a DM I want to read. Read it. Okay. Oh, God. (laughs) The tiger. This is great. And this is a throwback, too. Hey, Bessie, has been listening for a while. I love your show. I just wanted to share how I shot my shot with my boyfriend. We've been together for four years and have been living together for almost a year. And even though we were both very sexual people, we haven't been able to spice things up. So last weekend, we were at a birthday party, however. I had a couple glasses of Prosecco and decided to take some MGP advice and put my panties in his pocket. <laughs> And let me just say, when we got home, we had the best sex we've ever had. I can confirm, I can confirm that panties in his pocket works, ladies. I highly, highly recommend. Thank you guys for being so real and honest with your lives. Girls can shoot their shot too, and it's so worth it. What a good I'm upset. I just got chilled. Yeah, we haven't, that was a no. long time ago. I'm so glad you read yeah, that. What a good note to end on. <laughs> you need to do that with Graham. You need to do that with Mike. Yeah, maybe I oh, will. I gotta wear underwear for that, but I'll do it. <laughs> just put a clean pair in your purse. <laughs> honestly, honestly, that's what I'll do. It'll be easier. I'll yeah. take them off. <laughs> wow, love. That. Oh my God, that was so long ago. I, I vividly remember us sitting in the radio room talking about that. Yeah. Yes. A note yeah. to end on. Yeah. Um, okay, well, tough to follow, but <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel for more tips on <laughs> spicing it up in the bedroom. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok. Then that's it. Oh, and subscribe to us on podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a five-star review because you've made it this far and we're worth the five-star review. And we love you guys. Yeah. Have a great day. 
Happy Halloween. Oh, yeah, happy, oh, Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. From Beth, Megan, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs>